You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What a world! Welcome to, all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog and theboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from Rider as your humble host, Don of the Ocho. It is Thursday, June 9th, 2022. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that your summer is off to a nice start. You know, I don't know what you got going on, you know, whether you got some vacation coming up, you know, any sort of trip, uh, kids are out of school, uh, but I hope the summertime is treating you kindly. Um, today, you're going to talk about something that a lot of people had some opinions on. I did a TikTok and Instagram reel about this, but kind of wanted to add some more thoughts and context. Um, this week, Pro Football Focus had a ranking of all 32 head coaches in the NFL, and there were some discussion, we'll say, about where Dallas Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy ultimately ranked. Now, um, there was a lot of um, analytical principles behind this ranking, which was very interesting. I highly encourage you to head on over to Pro Football Focus and read it. I, I wrote about this also uh, at our site at blogontheboys.com, but Connor McQuiston was uh, the author uh, for this particular article. And um, and so, you know, I, I don't think it's a it's a ranking of, to, to kind of try to pack in the, the analysis here, I don't think it's a ranking of like, these are the best coaches in the NFL. There is a, a level of how good are coaches at kind of getting the most out of players obviously it's easier to coach good players great players etc um again i i can't you know fully uh speak for the author here but the ranking is interesting nonetheless uh so let's kind of roll through the top 10 here number one bill belichick duh uh two john harbaugh i really believe that john harbaugh is super underrated uh the baltimore ravens have had just an incredible amount of success ever since he took over in 2008 you will recall that the ravens almost hired Jason Garrett to be their head coach uh, when they wound up with John Harbaugh. So a uh, very interesting twist of fate there. Number three, Andy Reid. I don't think anybody's going to have any issue here. Maybe some people would put Reid above Harbaugh, whatever, but that top three is really strong. Um, for what it's worth, these are categorized as tier one Hall of Fame coaches. Again, no issues there. Uh, tier two is titled Good Coaches, and this is where um, the article lost some people. Number four, Arizona Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury. Not going to speak you know, on that. This isn't the point of today's conversation, but uh, definitely very interesting. Uh, number five, Pete Carroll. Again, I don't think anybody has any issue with Pete Carroll being this high. I know he's uh, lost some favor with people over the last few years and whatnot, but still, uh, over the course of his 
revitalized NFL career. Uh, very solid. Number six, Matt LaFleur with the Green Bay Packers. Bit of a bummer considering who he replaced. Um, at least a bummer for us, uh, but good for Green Bay fans. Number seven, Kyle Shanahan in the San Francisco 49ers. I think we would all admit he is obviously a very good coach. Number eight, Mike Vrabel of the Tennessee Titans, the reigning coach of the year, a fantastic coach in his own right. And number nine, Frank Reich of the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I do think that we've reached this point of overrating Frank Reich a little bit. I have said this many times on the SB Nation NFL show. I love Frank Reich, the person. I'm a huge fan of who he is and his story. Um, obviously, as a player, just a really fun story as well. Um, so I, I love everything about Frank Reich, but I do think that we really overrate and overvalue what he's done with the Indianapolis Colts. I realize they've had success, and I realize that a lot of people love to play the, well, Andrew Luck retired on them. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Like this. This is, you know, I don't think that that Frank Reich or Chris Ballard get enough criticism for what happened with Carson Wentz. And I think that they have very publicly, you know, done everything they can to roast Carson Wentz and make it seem all his fault. And I am in no way a Carson Wentz apologist, but I, I just find that to be very interesting. Um, number 11, I'll skip number 10 for a moment just to kind of show you where we are here. Sean McVay of the reigning world champion Los Angeles Rams. A congratulations to Sean McVay, who got married last weekend, uh, was talked about a lot. Number 12, his uh, counterpart within the City of Angels, Brandon Staley, uh, Nigel Madden, uh, but um, Brandon Staley of the Los Angeles Chargers. I think that's a little high. That's 12. Um, because number 13 is Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh Steelers, who is by far the most underrated coach on this entire list here. Uh, never had a season below 500. Mike Tomlin is awesome. Um, nobody, I think, will disagree with that idea. Those are all of the coaches in the second tier that is good coaches, uh, except for number 10, who is Mike McCarthy, the Dallas Cowboys head coach. So I do think that you kind of end up with two polarizing camps when you talk about something like this regarding the Dallas Cowboys. You get the camp of, oh man, everybody hates on McCarthy. Everybody hates the Cowboys. They just hate us because they ain't us, right? Like you have the super homer take, super homer perspective. And then you have the Cowboys fan who's been burned, who's really upset and who is maybe not tearing everything down, but who is of the mindset, oh, oh man, that's that's even too high. You know, the, McCarthy's terrible. McCarthy sucks. McCarthy, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I think that it's probably, um, and, and by the way, uh, he is not in this tier. I do think this is amazing. Just very quickly before we go, back to Mike McCarthy. Tier three is called average coaches. And starting there, 14 is Nick Sirianni of the Philadelphia Eagles. 15 is Doug Peterson of the Jacksonville Jaguars, who is a great coach, won a Super Bowl, obviously. But 16 is Sean McDermott of the Buffalo Bills. I don't know how that is possible. Um, I think that Sean McDermott is one of the best coaches in the NFL. And for him to be that low is pretty astounding to me. Uh, but hey, it is what it is. This isn't about Sean McDermott or Cliff Kingsbury has mentioned. This is about Mike McCarthy. And obviously, Mike McCarthy's time as the Dallas Cowboys head coach is, you know, really short, right? We're talking about two seasons, and it's difficult to even include 2020. And I know that, you know, that's that's a little unfair, right? Because it's kind of excluding what we want to exclude to frame our point the right way. But I think we would all agree that Mike, you know, that Mike McCarthy kind of deserved a bit of a pass for the 2020 season. What with, you know, the pandemic leading into it, uh, Dak Prescott's injury. I mean, there were several other injuries. Tyron Smith, Lyle Collins didn't even play the whole year. Leighton Vanders was hurt for a majority of the year. I mean, it was just obviously a very, very, very difficult year for a number of different reasons. So if, if you're looking at Mike McCarthy fairly, 
2021 is really the only season that you can properly evaluate him as far as his time with the Cowboys is concerned. 12 and 5 wins the NFC East. Obviously, those are very good things. Has a really embarrassing and flat performance in the playoffs. That's a very important thing as well. But I think that we live in the extremes, right? We say, like, he's only the coach who has the faults. He's only the coach who has the demerits. He's only the coach who, who you know, has all the shortcomings. And I'm not saying that he's perfect. That's, that's not the point of this. But I do think we excuse all of the winning to to frame our point that McCarthy sucks, whatever the case may be. And I think that that has happened with him more than any coach in recent NFL history. And we'll call it maybe the 21st century, right? So some kind of like since 2000-ish. I would, I would posit that no coach who has won a Super Bowl since 2000 will put just, and I'm, I realize I'm making that number up, but that's a long time, right? We're talking 20-ish years. I would posit that no coach in that time frame who has won a Super Bowl has gotten less credit for it than Mike McCarthy. I don't know, and maybe, maybe Gary Kubiak with the Denver Broncos in 2015, but Mike McCarthy, people, people really act like the Packers just, you know, overcame, you know, this incredible just demerit that Mike McCarthy was for their team. And I just don't think that's fair. And I have talked about this before. Uh, I, we had Bob Sturm on the show uh, back during the season to talk about why he wasn't getting any credit for what was then, you know, the run that the Cowboys were on. And I truly do believe, it's my belief, that the reason for this is Mike McCarthy lost a PR battle to Aaron Rodgers. And because of that, now when people look back on that time, which is the majority of Aaron Rodgers' career to this point, it's everything good that happened to the Packers organization at that point in time is because of Aaron Rodgers, right? Aaron Rodgers, he is only responsible for the good things that happen, whereas anything bad that happened has no involvement from Aaron Rodgers, and it was all Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy was not involved in anything good that happened or transpired for the Green Bay Packers from 2006 through you know the first half of 2018 before he was fired, but all the bad that happened then, that was all Mike McCarthy's fault, and I just think that's lame. I think that's lame. When we, we do that a lot for a lot of players or quarterbacks or coaches, right, and Mike McCarthy is a victim of that uh, in this particular sense but if we if we look at his career prior to Dallas right obviously incredibly successful um, that first year they you know first year with what well, was with Brett Favre near the very end and then 2007 they made it the NFC championship game and very famously lost and lost that game because Brett Favre threw that interception by the way not Mike McCarthy 2008 Aaron Rodgers takes over have some natural stumbling blocks go six and ten but then 2009 kind of kickstarts the revolution they go 11 and five they lose an amazing playoff game to the Arizona Cardinals win the Super Bowl in 2010 they're the number one seed in 2011 2012 they beat Christian Ponder's Minnesota Vikings that was the Adrian Peterson 2000 yard season uh 2013 very very famously stormed back um and had some success in the playoffs after surviving without Aaron Rodgers for a long time you will recall I know I recall I was at this game when Matt Flynn's Green Bay Packers overcame a 23 point deficit to beat the Dallas Cowboys at AT&T Stadium that game had nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers by the way like he was literally hurt for that entire game and nobody gives Mike McCarthy that kind of credit and that was those are the things that I know I leaned on uh in the 2020 season when Dak Prescott was hurt. We have seen Mike McCarthy do this before. That's not to say that he's won a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback the, the way that Doug Peterson can kind of claim that, but it is to say that he is a very legitimate head coach in that sense. 2014, Des caught it, I know, and then they do have the terrible collapse in Seattle in the NFC Championship game that I think you have to place a lot of blame on McCarthy's feet for, but 2015, they're back. They have that amazing playoff game against the Cardinals again. They lose that one, the you know crazy coin toss and everything. 2016, 16, you know, third and 20, Jared Cook, all that noise. I mean, obviously, I think some of 
some Cowboys fans refuse to give him credit because he's burned this team. Like this, this is a coach. This is the coach who has burned this team more than anybody else um, in, in modern, you know, NFL or Dallas Cowboys history. Uh, 2017, the wheels start to fall off. They go seven to nine, and Aaron Rodgers is hurt, and so people kind of partly blame it on that. And then 2018, everything's terrible, so they fire him, etc. And then you know, I, I think what happened from from a national perspective, or for, you know, whatever, is. Mike McCarthy came in, gets to Dallas, and everything is, whoa, why are you hiring this guy? You know, he there was the Bleacher Report article, the takedown of Mike McCarthy, you know, and everybody's like, this is the guy, blah, 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 whatever, and comes in 2020, and the Cowboys were stumbling a little bit, and then Dak Prescott gets hurt, and so it's, you know, well, what's McCarthy going to do? And now people just kind of look back at that, you know, without any sense of context. Well, he, only, he went 6-10 and 10 his first season with the Cowboys. Yeah, no crap he did. It was awful. <laughs> his franchise quarterback was hurt and taken away from the team. And that was a big reason why they lost so many games. He had to start a seventh round rookie, you know, that season, which was one of the losses that they had. And I think people don't give him a fair shot, you know, or fair, you know, kind of shake off that. And so 2021, 12 and five, boom. And I know they beat some bad teams last year. And so this is in no way am I trying to cape for McCarthy. In no way am I trying to sit here and tell you that McCarthy is awesome. I mean, the Cowboys failed in a lot of ways last year that I think were Mike McCarthy's fault. And I do believe that the semblance of blaming officials is something that we saw that came from him I we had never seen Cowboys players you know point to officiating until Mike McCarthy started to do that thing so he certainly has his faults and has his demerits however I don't see how you cannot consider him a top 10 coach in the NFL especially when you factor in his resume which again includes time that wasn't in Dallas but I I think again people act like he has accomplished nothing in the NFL and I don't know I don't know how anybody can do that soundly. I think if if you you know, hey Archer, well if, if you think McCarthy's a top ten coach, who are your top ten coaches? Let's let's. I haven't done this, admittedly, so I'm going to do it right here on the pod, you know, because I wanted to save it for this. Um, I'm cool with these top three that that the PFF article has: Bill Belichick, John Harbaugh, Andy Reid. And I'm talking from a numeric standpoint. I'm not ranking these people yet, uh, but I just need to prove that Mike McCarthy is at least within the top ten. So that's three. Mike Tomlin deserves to be there. That's four. Uh, Sean McVay, I, I'm totally fine if you want to put him five. Um, I mean, I don't know how you can't put Sean McDermott up there. I mean, that's six. I realize he doesn't have a Super Bowl ring. Um, but but then the conversation starts for me. Oh, maybe Kyle Shanahan. So that's eight or seven or eight. I already lost count. Or Matt LaFleur, fine. So that's seven, eight, nine. I mean, but I would put Mike McCarthy up there. I don't think it's ridiculous to say he's a better coach than Mike Vrabel. The Titans have fallen apart too. You know, the Titans have fallen apart a lot in recent memory. I don't think it's absurd to say Mike McCarthy's a better coach than Brandon Staley. That's somebody who gets hyped, I mean, no matter what. Brandon Staley had maybe the worst coaching mistake of the entire NFL season last year, and yet he's treated like he is among the very best. And we've seen evidence that he's very good, but he gets treated that way, which is my point. I don't think it's unfair to say today that Mike McCarthy is a better coach than Pete Carroll. Again, we've seen Pete Carroll really regress as an NFL head coach over the last few years. The Cowboys obviously benefited from that in the 2018 wildcard round. Miss me with this Cliff Kingsbury thing. I don't think he is the fourth best coach in the NFL. I don't think he's a top 10 coach. I would put Mike McCarthy ahead of Frank Reich. I mean, I, I would, you know, I, I don't have any issues with that. So all told, I would say uh, these are the coaches who I'm 100% putting ahead of Mike McCarthy. Bill Belichick, John Harbaugh, Andy Reid. I'm going to make sure I count these right now. Mike Tomlin, that's four. Um, we said Sean McDermott, that's five. Sean McVay is six. Uh, Matt LaFleur is seven. And Kyle Shanahan is eight. So I'm willing to say that maybe Mike McCarthy is even the ninth best head coach in the NFL. I think that's kind of his ceiling right now. Um, 
and you know, but I think tenth is his floor. Like if you wanted to throw one more person in there, but it's just I I really think that he is easily a top ten coach. But again, when you say it out loud, people think that you're you're making this insane joke that it's like, how could you possibly believe that Mike McCarthy is not the worst coach of all time? I don't think he's that bad. I think he's you know, and and I think that he's now in a really difficult spot. We've talked about this many times this offseason, um, how this roster looks very different, especially from an offensive standpoint. But if if I had one, you know, kind of wish we talked about uh, truth serum things on the NFC's mixtape this week, I. I've already made my case for why I think McCarthy's a top 10, top 9 coach in the NFL. Mike, if you're listening, buddy, be involved. Be, do, your, do your offensive thing. Like if you, you know, do, I would love to see Mike McCarthy have a stronger foothold on the Dallas Cowboys offense. That's what I really want to see as far as his role in 2022. If, look, McCarthy, we all can kind of sense the situation, right? We all understand the Sean Payton everything, blah, blah, blah. This job is very stressful, and there's a lot of pressure, on and on and on and on. If, if this is your last season, McCarthy, and I don't know that Mike McCarthy gets another head coaching opportunity if, if this if this ends in particularly dramatic fashion, but Mike, if you're going to go down, do it Sinatra style. Do it your way, dude. I mean, do it with your offense. Don't go down, you know, with Kellen Moore's offense. I think I would be intrigued to see that because for all we know, I mean, that unlocks something that we need to see from this Cowboys group. So um, that would be my, um, my, my wish. So I am curious where you think Mike McCarthy ranks, wherever you have him in your coach rankings. Let me know. I am on Twitter and Instagram at rj.ochoa. Also on TikTok, as mentioned, rj.ochoa. If email is more your thing, you can hit me up at rj.ochoa at sbnation.com. Later on today, you got a brand new episode of Riled Up coming your way with Roy White and Tom Ryle tomorrow. New episodes of Girls Talking Boys with Kelsey Charles and Meg Murray, as well as the Star Seminar with Andy Phantom and Rabble Rouser. On Saturday, tenemos un nuevo episodio de Cowboys hoy con Mauricio Rodriguez. And on Sunday, you got a brand new episode of the World's Team coming your way with Meg Murray and Paul Stewart. We never stop. We never sleep around here. Blog of the Boys Podcast Network. Search for us wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe. Leave a rating, write a review. Those things help us out so much. Finally, have a great day. I hope you have the best day ever. I hope you have the greatest Thursday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you mañana, my friends. As always. Go Cowboys, and peace out. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.